Welcome to the United We Pledge podcast, a place where we explore the way we can work together in our communities to fulfill our mission of shared responsibility and allegiance to the traditional American values of freedom, family, and faith. This is the place where we accept our duty to be constitutional, law-abiding citizens. You are invited to join us as we meet individuals who are fulfilling and pledging themselves and their resources to this mission. Each week, we will tell the great American story that will inspire you and the next generation to stand united and pledge allegiance to this great nation. Welcome back to the United We Pledge podcast. I'm your host, Colleen Rue, today, and we have an inspiring story from a young lady coming out of southern Utah. She is the first woman accepted into West Point from the St. George, Utah area, and there's only been about 20 women in the past years from the second congressional district in Utah to ever get into West Point. So we're going to talk to Olivia Jenkins and we're going to inspire you to be like Olivia and inspire her peers who are up and coming in this generation to aspire to the United We Pledge mission statement of supporting and forwarding freedom, family, and faith. So Olivia Jenkins, welcome to our United We Pledge podcast. Thank you so much, Colleen. <laughs> well, first of all, congratulations on your graduation because you're graduating from Snow Canyon High School this week. Yes, thank you. So how long have you lived in Southern Utah? Just about two years. This summer is our two-year mark. Okay, so where was your family before you came to Southern Utah? Uh, we were in um, Northern California for about three years and then lived various places on the East Coast before that. Okay, so you moved around a lot. Yeah, military family. <laughs> okay, so your family's a military family. Yes. Who served in your family? Uh, my dad, he also went to West Point. He actually graduated 99. And so, yeah, he went on to serve in the Special Forces in the Army. So so you kind of grew up with all totally, of this. Yeah. Do you have other siblings? I have an older sister, yeah. Okay, and how old is she? She's 20. Yeah. 20. Okay, is she in the military or is she in civilian um, life? Civilian, but she's serving a mission right now, so I guess she's still serving in other ways. Yeah, great. Yeah. So she's serving a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Where is she at? She's in Spokane, Washington. Wow, very cool. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, tell us a little bit, Olivia, about West Point. What, I mean, your dad went to West Point. He graduated special forces. But what was it about West Point? Is it something you had aspired to do for a long time? Or was it something that just came up more recently in your high school years? It's definitely like always been in the back of my mind. I would say like whenever I was a little girl, my dad would be like, hey, check this out. Like the first female cadet to be like the first captain or like the first African-American female. Like he was just always trying to like give me inspiring things about women in West Point. But it was never like pressuring. It was just these are opportunities and like you could totally do it if you'd want to. So and then his service was very inspiring. And so and the opportunity to be a part of something bigger than myself has always been very inspiring to me. Yeah, that's it's so interesting. I just love that you're this young woman and you're going to this school, which if you don't know, West Point Military Academy was an all male school for a really long time until I think it was 1976. Wow. Which really, that's recent history. I, I mean, it doesn't feel like it for yeah. you, but I was born in 78. So to think that women just entered West Point as mm -hmm. I was just a little girl myself is is kind of crazy to think about. I mean, you truly are one of the second generation, third generation of women to actually go to West Point. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so what is it as being a female, do you know, what what draws you to the military and what do you feel like females have to offer in a military environment? 
I would say females have to offer pretty much just as much as a male would. Um, I think we offer different things as well, like just our abilities to like empathize and like be strong leaders. And I think females have a lot of grit as well. And it's been cool to meet other women that have gone to West Point and visit the campus. And like, it's really cool to see what girls are doing. And I'm glad that no one's stopping them now. Yeah, no, no, there's there's so many things in the military that are being, you know, women used to not be able to go into combat and things like yeah. that. And all of that is starting to change. And you still have these women who are serving even while they have families at home. And it's, it is inspiring to see that. And I think you're right that women bring something different, but they also bring a lot of heart and a lot of soul and a lot of grit into our military. And that's something we really, I think we benefit as a country from having more females. Absolutely. So what are you most excited for as you're going to West Point? Ooh, that's a great question. There's so much, but I would say definitely like the community. I'm very excited. Like I've moved around a lot, gone to lots of different schools, but it'll be cool to go to a school where pretty much everyone is there for the same reason or not, or like the same various reasons, but everyone's there working hard athletically and um, academically and then there's just that camaraderie and interest in serving our nation so I'm very excited to be around that yeah it is one big community and totally. you mentioned the you mentioned the sports and sports is a big thing at West Point right yes. so how does that work with um, West Point like you have to do sports every single semester yeah, right totally. okay so what are you doing um I so they have a lot of d1 sports I'm not sure if I, I was a big swimmer growing up but I'm not sure if I'd quite hit the benchmark for that but they have a lot of club teams and like when you're at West Point you're split into companies they kind of that's how they like break you up and so each company has sports teams or there's like intramurals so there's pretty much whatever you want to do you can do and then just stay active all year yeah I just love that as somebody who's been in the fitness world a lot it's neat to see that that's part of this community and part of that education because we want our military to be in great physical shape but I think it's something that we can take into our lives too where it's always have something that we're working for physically as well as mentally and spiritually and making sure we have all of those things what are you most nervous about? Ooh, a lot, for sure. <laughs> well, I'm sure this is new. I mean, this is yeah. this is a big deal. It'll be hard for sure to be away from home, but I think like moving around has like prepared me for that. But I think this summer I'm a little bit nervous because we have a six week boot camp called Beast, <laughs> and it pretty much just breaks you down but builds you up again and gives you a lot of leadership skills and lots of physical activity. And then we'll start classes in the fall. Wow. So when is your boot camp? I report June 27th. So pretty soon. <laughs> pretty soon. You're not too far away from yeah. that date. So six weeks in boot camp and then school will start right after your boot camp. Yep. And is it, I think I was reading that you don't have a lot of leave in your first couple of years at West Point. Is that yeah, true? That's true. Yeah. So when will you get your first leave to go see your mm -hmm. family? I think right when the six weeks ends, we get like a weekend off but you kind of have to stay pretty close and come back and stay the nights. But yeah, I think most of the like federal holidays we have off. So like Labor Day, Thanksgiving, Christmas, definitely we'll be going home for that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, that's, that's great. And it's so, it's so interesting, you know, you're this young woman who's going into this 
this big profession. I mean, you've dedicated your life now. When you go to West Point, you've dedicated a period of your time, to, of your education and of your life to also serve the country after. So tell me about that service and how it continues after West Point. Yeah, I, I love that part of West Point that even though the education is free, um, you still continue on and you serve a commitment of five years. So it's 100% job placement and you're right where you want to be as soon as you graduate. And it's a little nerve wracking because you'll be thrown right into the army, but there's structure and everyone will get a different branch that like meets their qualifications and a different post pretty much anywhere in the world. So yeah, there's commitment, but you can choose to carry on after the five years or you could even get a master's degree through the army, but that just comes with more service. But yeah. yeah. But lots of different opportunities. So many, so many. <laughs> Why do you want to serve your com- country? Where does that come from for you? Oh, that's a really great question. Um, I would say just my whole life. I've been around like um, patriotic activities and most of my childhood I grew up in D.C. So um, it's it was awesome to just whenever we had family in town or a holiday or just a spare weekend, we'd go look at the monuments and see the flag and every 4th of July, like, see that flag and represent it. And so, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's the greatest thing about America, and there's so many people that made it possible. So I don't know what better reason. (laughs) To go and serve your country, for sure. be a part of it. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of people will look at maybe teenagers and, you know, your peers these days, and they think they're not patriotic do you feel that from your peers or do you feel like maybe that's being misinterpreted or you know where where are other men young men and young women your age do you feel like as far as what they understand about our country what they understand about how they can serve our country i think a lot of youth want to be involved and like want the best for our nation and it's hard sometimes seeing like like kind of depressing things on the news or sometimes like leaders don't always step up to the plate and so I think the youth want the best and um, I'm hoping to like use this platform of me going and serving to inspire more young women and young men because I think um, like kids want to serve and be involved sometimes we might just not know where to begin but I'd say southern Utah is pretty representative because there's a lot of um, patriotism here but yeah Definitely. What do you think Southern Utah does well as far as that? Well, you know, what have you seen in your time here? I mean, you've been here for two years. What are different types of service opportunities that you've had? Um, I one of the first things we did when we moved here was we went to like the Gunlock parades on the Fourth of July. So so cool, just being around a bunch of people, super pumped about America. Small town. So small town. Yeah, I think that's what really brings it. But um, also, I went to the Gold Star Memorial. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool just to like see how many Gold Star families there are in our community and how patriotic everybody is and very respectful of our nation. Yeah, it, and it's something that, you know, as we, we see in the media, maybe some dis- disconcerting things, things that are, are hard for us to understand or wrap our heads around. I think, you know, like you were saying, you get into that small town community and we feel that community and we feel that we do have things in common with other people and yeah. that we can support each other regardless of where we are politically speaking. 
you know, it's it's almost like politics can kind of go by the wayside. We don't need politics as much as we need community. Totally. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> yeah, because we need, that's what we talk about with United We Pledge a lot is building community. Like, how do we build community? And, you know, you're going off to West Point where they've done that, that there is a community there in West Point. And what we need to do is just try to do that within our communities to, to spark that that commitment that we see from you and others, whether they're youth or whether they're older, to step up and really unify their communities with kindness and with empathy. All those things, those traits that you said that, you know, women are particularly good at. It's, it's just a really neat thing that way. So tell me about your, your dad and his service when you watched him serve, you know, how did that affect your family and your life? I think um, even though sometimes we would be far apart with deployments or just really long work days um, up in Capitol Hill, I think we're always able to come together. And I think that's what the military offers is like, like you said, there's that community, like, even though sometimes family members are called off to duty, there's always that coming home and that unity and the support and yeah, I think my dad's service was always so cool hearing his war stories or um, he served a few deployments in Afghanistan and South America. And then also just when um, he was in like the civilian life, but still um, in the reserves, he just had so much um, interesting things to tell me about, like how our government systems work. And I think that's the military is very involved in that as well. And so he's a very great example of what it means to be a patriot. Well, and I think he's a great example to others of us who are parents to to share our love and the things that we do with our children because it, it did. It inspired you totally. <laughs> to go where you're going. And I think all of all of us can do that in, in some way, share what we do and share what we love and, and share our loves of the different things like your dad did with with his military service. It, it's just absolutely so exciting to see you go off there. And how does it feel to be one of the very few people to ever go I mean you look at the list of alumni from West Point and it's I mean it's pretty pretty notable I mean when you when you look at it it's it's really as I I was kind of scrolling through it it was it was like oh my gosh like all these war heroes it's Stonewall Jackson was there you've got like um, I'm just like scrolling through here looking at some of these other names that we have but Dwight D. Eisenhower went there such great leaders George Patton went there Jefferson Davis was there. They all went through West Point. And that's a really cool thing, too. Like, when you walk around the West Point campus, there's not, like, statues of machines or, like, artillery, but it's, like, people. Like, there's statues of Washington and Eisenhower and just really great leaders that have led our nation and good figures to look up to. So your dad definitely inspired you, but is there anybody else maybe in history or, you know, maybe it's recent history or you know, could be American history that's inspired you? I'm, it's so hard to like pinpoint one person, but I would say just like a lot of those founding fathers are very inspiring to me. Just like the fact that they were able to come up with such a strong constitution at such a like, not like, it's such a different time, you know, but it still holds strong today. I really admire them all putting their life on the line. And it's been so cool to learn more about 
the revolution and visit sites of where certain things happened and it really like blows my mind that people were willing to do that for a nation yeah for their freedom it, totally. it is and you know i i got to live in washington dc for wow. about four years too and so i my heart definitely <laughs> definitely is there and so i understand when you say you get to visit those monuments and those memorials and you know i was i was thinking this week how remembering like we talked about remembering is such an important part like we look at the united we pledge mission of freedom family and faith is remembering those things that have happened mm-hmm. and i think especially with the youth today making sure that they do understand those types of things they know of these names of these people whether they went to west point or not but the different things that they did for our country and making sure that those memories live on because it's in those remembrances that we can move forward and we can have this great country that we have in the United States. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's really such such a such a cool thing and such a such a fun thing to do. So Oh, something cool that comes to mind actually. Um are you familiar with like Rhodes Scholars? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um recently so the first captain at West Point, that's like the first cadet, like the highest rank at West Point, and it's a female. And then um so her and three other females were like chosen to be Rhodes Scholars and it's the most ever from West Point and they're all females. So Wow. It's really cool. So the ladies are doing some they big are. things at West Point. <laughs> yes, it's awesome. Wow. That that is what what kind of careers can you go into through West Point? Like are there different majors? How does that work? Yeah. Um so yeah, just like a normal four-year college, everybody can pick a major and um yeah, they're pretty much anything from like med to law um aviation aerospace like there's lots of stem lots of humanities and then um everyone will graduate with a bachelor's in science it's either science and engineering something like that but yeah and then some more options as you graduate you get assigned a branch and for the most part like you can choose one of your top three but yeah like um some options are like artillery infantry that's what my dad did um or there's aviation um you could go pre-med and continue studying um or like there's military intelligence i've thought that would be kind of cool maybe yeah yeah i think in this day and age where military intelligence is changing so much yeah that'd be so interesting to learn those kinds of things totally yeah is there anything that kind of sparks some interest in you that i mean you don't have to have it all figured out now but (laughs) anything that you're like oh that kind of sounds interesting other than military intelligence kind of um along with like american politics i've thought like maybe political science could be something cool to study but then like like you said it's so hard to choose now like my i feel like my interests are all over the place like something in stem could be fascinating too or even like psychology but yeah that's the beauty like at west point there's so many opportunities and it's free and afterwards you can go right into a career and just have that merit of being like a West Point graduate. So yeah, I recommend I, it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's well, and getting there was not an easy thing for you to apply. I mean, yeah. it's very rigorous to get chosen. What were the steps that you had to to apply? Um, beginning in like my summer leading up to my senior year, you um, start applying to get congressional and senator nominations. And so those were each different applications. And you interview with congressmen and senator staffers, and um, thankfully I ended up getting both, so that was really awesome. 
And then, yeah, as the school year went on, you kind of start writing your essays. There's like three different essays with varying questions, but they're all kind of revolve around the um, like the meaning of West Point and like what it means to serve and diversity and stuff like that. And yeah, lots of um, GPA, ACT, like those things are pretty important and cumulative to the application. Yeah. What was it like when you got that letter? Was it a letter? Was it an email telling you that you were accepted? How did that come? It was actually kind of funny. Um, So I got a phone call from Congressman Stewart and he was like, like, oh, like, have you heard of anyone who's gotten into West Point recently? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he's like, well, you're going. And then I, like, cried on the phone with him. <laughs> oh, that's so neat. Yeah, it that's, was really cool. That is neat. Just so, to hear right from him. Yeah, yeah. That's, he, yeah that your own congressman is able to, to call you yeah. and, and say that you've made it into West Point. That's, that's a really special thing. It was pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. When did that happen? How long ago was that when you got accepted? Um, I believe it was, like, mid-February. Yeah. Okay. And I was actually a little bit nervous because you have to get medical, medically cleared as well. And for some reason, it was taking a long time to clear. And so I was like, I don't think I'm getting in. But yeah, that phone call was, it all came together. (laughs) Oh, good. I'm so glad that it all came together. That's, it's, it must be an intense process. And I'm sure you're into some more intensity. I, I have a, I have two cousins who one went to the Naval Academy and the other one is in the Air Force Academy currently serving they're just a few years older than you and so that's awesome you guys can be rivals in all of your (laughs) in all of your D1 things but uh, yeah it's a rigorous process but the growth that they've gone through and that we've seen them go through is just absolutely incredible and watching them serve and grow and I think you're just headed down the same road so Mm, thank you so fun we know what you're most excited about. We know what, know what you're nervous about. There's one question that we love to ask everyone who comes on our podcast, and that is, what is it that you pledge, Olivia, as you go forward to your freedom, to your family, to your faith, to keep those mission statements going forward? Oh, that's, that's a really cool question. Um, probably the first thing that would come to mind um, yeah, I, I pledge to my nation. It's kind of broad, but I feel like I'm not quite sure where I want to go in the military yet as far as like specializing, but like my nation as a whole, I'm just very excited to pledge my service for the next few years of my life and just get involved and forget myself and just really dive into the service aspect of being in the military. And like you said, remembering, I pledge myself to remember those that have served before me and in the long gray line at West Point. But yeah, just there's so many people that have done it before I have and I wouldn't be here without them. Yeah, it's it's great that we have some big shoes to to, to walk into <laughs> big as well. Shoes for sure. Yeah, I mean they might be big shoes to fill, but it's great that we get the opportunity to to fill them because, like you said, our founding fathers created something hundreds of years ago. Yeah that still today holds true and rings true in all of our communities. And we can move forward within our communities to make sure that we're upholding those things. And And it's just great. I think it's refreshing to see a young lady like you who's got these goals and you're in, aspiring to something as big as a military career and to thank serve you. our country. So <laughs> thank you so much for your service. And service is so important. And so let's 
keep inspiring each other to go out and, and serve in our communities, yes. whether it's in the military or if it's just in civilian life with a neighbor and just being united in any way that we possibly can. So yeah, that's, that's the beauty of it. Anyone can do it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Anybody can do it. Thank you for listening to the United We Pledge podcast. It's brought to you by Balance of Nature. This show would not be possible without support from Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature provides its customers with access to a variety of 31 different fruits and vegetables in easy to take capsules. They take produce picked at peak ripeness and put it through this advanced vacuum cold process that locks in nutrition and removes water using pressure. The produce is ground up and put into capsules, making it easy for you to get the nutrition you need from fruits and vegetables. For more info or to place an order, go to balanceofnature.com. You're going to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer. Just use our discount code UWP. Thank you for listening to the United We Pledge podcast. It's brought to you by Balance of Nature. If you'd like to join us in inspiring freedom, faith, and family here in America, go to unitedwepledge.org. And don't forget to follow us on social media.